uh, March 26, 2022. Uh, just to get this out of the way, uh, Taylor Hawkins passed away yesterday. Uh, my condolences to his family, his friends, his bandmates, all of that. I, uh, like most people, was a fan of the Foo Fighters. Uh, I, I can't say anything anyone else hasn't already said. Except that just before I got ready to do this, I started to see in the news some, and I quote from the actual story, unsubstantiated reports of a cache of drugs. It's like, just... Who gives a fuck on a couple reasons? The guy died. Can we just not be sad about it for a little bit before you start doing your... And I will put in quotes, fucking reporting, your vulture bullshit. Uh, and, and the other aspect is, who cares if he was doing drugs? He was a rock star in the biggest band in the world. If he did a little bit of coke, K, how are you surprised? In fact, I, I, I will say I am surprised, but just he didn't seem like the type who would be doing it, but that goes to say how much I paid attention. And again, who cares? They will use that to sully his uh, legacy, his memory, his all the things, because you got to get a salacious story. And I think that's fucking bullshit, and it pisses me off. Um, so as, as the days come along, and they will, if you start to see things like, oh, Taylor Hawkins was on a lot of drugs, who cares? Who cares? Just... Just let it be what it is and be sad about it and, and yeah, let the world be what it is. Anyway, I don't want to dwell on that. I don't want to be, I don't want to have a negative kind of podcast, but like I said, that happened just before I started doing this and it was really, it just sat in my craw incorrectly having a martini. So what do I want to talk about since, since last I did this, which is a month and change maybe, give or take. The Batman. That would be the big one. The Batman happened. I got to uh, I got to see it in a theater. Finally, theaters are opened up again, so I got to go and uh, I went by myself because uh, it's not a movie to take the kids to. Uh, and every concern I had with that movie played out exactly as I was concerned with it, and my concerns were. Fucking none. It was a. It was great. It was a. Oh, it's so long. It's three hours. Yeah, it needed three hours to tell that story, without feeling rushed. It certainly, in no way, felt bloated. But it didn't feel rushed. Was it three hours long? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, your bladder will let you know that. But I didn't go to the bathroom because, as as well as it was done, it was paced in such a way that I really didn't think I could. There were lulls in the story, sure, but the <laughs> the uh, the pattern that had been laid out is like, well, I can't go right now because something's going to happen pretty quick here. And by something, I mean, I mean something you had to see. It's not necessarily an action sequence because while there were phenomenal action sequences, uh, there were story beats that you had to be aware of, and uh, if, if you missed it, you would. Uh, you would miss something important. The uh, 
the information laid out uh, was really, really well done. Uh, as I knew it, as I knew it would be, because Matt Reeves uh, has done some movies that I'm a big fan of, uh, the Planet of the Apes movies, primarily. Uh, as, now I have looked up; he has done other movies that I liked. But uh, uh, anyway, it was uh, it was just it was mesmerizing to watch because, as a Batman fan, we've never had a really good detective story, and this was a detective story. Now. The critic, critically speaking, was it a great detective story? No. Were the riddles really hard? Was Batman a super genius to figure out the riddles? No. But if you think of the general audience, they don't want super duper hard riddles because uh, they want to feel like they figured it out too. Uh, you know, I figured out most of the riddles as Batman did. Um, but. It was a detec- detective story. He had to figure out who the bad guy was, and the bad guy wasn't there until near the end of the movie. And it was really, really well done. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Robert Pattinson was outstanding, as I, I, I suspected he would be. Uh, again, I don't, I don't blame him for Twilight. Twilight is not his fault. One second. Uh. He has done many other movies, which I have not seen, but they are on my list of things to watch. But uh, I, I can say he he played this very well. Now, there are those who complain about the emo Batman. He's so very sad. And yep, that's, a, that's an accurate description. And if that's your takeaway, fair enough. I see it as, yeah, he's in his second year as doing this, and he's doing it because he's pissed off. He's not doing it to be a hero now. He's angry. This is year two Batman. So I saw it as, yeah, fair enough. I can fully, wholeheartedly see this Batman growing up to become what what was the Ben Affleck Batman. Uh, if you wanted to view it that way. Uh, he was he was sullen and he was moody and he, it would, all fair. I mean, at this point in his life, he's a, he's a kid. Uh, I liked the the aspect they they played at where Alfred trained him for uh, the most part. They didn't really imply he got other training, but it seemed like he had. The pseudo political terrorist aspect I thought was uh, a really good idea. I'd never, I don't think I've ever seen that before in the books. Uh, it's been a little while since I read them, but. I, I know the Riddler always always had, again, the, a bit of a second-rate Joker feel to him, but there were a few stories that I read back in, like, the, the 90s where the Riddler was pretty uh, pretty nasty character. Uh, so I really liked this take on it. The, the relation that uh, he sort of leads into the... It, well, I'm going to assume is going to be the Court of Owls is coming... Uh, but the, the, the way they brought Bruce Wayne in to the, the villain story, because they always do that. Oh, the villain and the, the hero know each other. We, oh, even if that's never the case in the, the source material. This way was really good, because it was uh, uh, him seeing a comparison between him and Bruce Wayne, and uh, clearly seeing the differences of how that turned out. Uh, I believe that he knows that Bruce Wayne is the Batman. 
uh, speaking with some folks, my brother being one, he does not believe that Bruce Wayne is the bat, or that uh, the Riddler knows. And and the, the thing is, I can totally understand why you wouldn't think that, but I think it's because uh, it clearly. Uh, do I? I don't need to do a spoiler there, do I? No. Anyway, uh, all of the letters that were on all the different victims or at the crime scenes were to the Batman. And uh, the one that uh, Alfred got hurt opening, while while uh, Bruce was away with Commissioner Gordon at the uh, old orphanage on a Riddler quest that had no other point. Uh, everything the Riddler did, there was a meaning or something behind it. This one just seemed like he was getting two people to be somewhere for some reason at a particular time. And the Batman being there, right when the package would be delivered to Bruce Wayne, is uh, I viewed that as a sort of a, a way for him to confirm that, aha, Bruce Wayne is Batman. And the other thing that I noticed is that all of the letters to the Batman, except that one, was for the Batman. And then the whole, the whole scene in Arkham later, where you know it kept Bruce Wayne, and I, it felt to me like he was taunting him. And there is precedent in the books of the Riddler knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman, but the the way around that is that, uh, if I recall correctly, Batman said, "Well, a riddle that everyone knows the answer to has no value." So, he's never come out and exposed. Sorry, I took a little pause there. My neighbors are uh, saying goodbye in the hallway, so it seemed pretty loud. Uh, you will also notice that now you hear the dryer behind me because it is no longer Saturday night, it is Sunday night. I got to uh, talking with a friend of mine and uh, lost, uh, lost the rest of my evening for the recording, so figured I would do it now. Uh... Uh, yeah, I I really, I I really liked this, and then and then further to that, uh, I will say that I did not in any way, shape, or form like the uh, the post credit Joker scene. I didn't like that at all. I didn't like the take on the Joker. I didn't like I not just I I just okay. I hope they don't do anything with that ever again. Uh, and then uh, late this week. Or last week, I should say. They released uh, the bonus content, the uh, scene that wasn't in the movie, of Batman going to see the Joker in Arkham. And yeah, that was vastly better than what was in the in the post credit scene. And I would take that Joker for sure. I found it to be a a, a blend. Of 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 uh, you know elements of Heath Ledger and Mark Hamill, as well as the Mark Hamill from the the Arkham games, I should say, as well as you know it was pretty unique the the, the visual aspect of it. I it, it did it reminded me a lot of some of the the older comic books, which was great. And I I loved the the silence of the bats sort of feel to it with you know Hannibal Joker. Uh, 
and I love that they didn't they didn't dwell on oh how do you know him blah 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 there's oh you know it's it's almost our anniversary blah 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 one year it's paper and that's it that's really all they do with it uh, and it, it kind of goes again with everyone knows a backstory for the the Joker and uh, I mean well maybe not an origin because really he's not supposed to have an origin despite that awful Joker movie. Uh, but yeah, I, as, as what was Barry Keening? Is that his name? Uh, if if they play it like they did in this deleted scene, then yeah, I'm in. Like, please show me more. But I would like very much if they don't make him the main villain, if at all in any of the movies, but certainly not at least in the second one. If you want to save him up and you know use him for a third one, great. But I would like to not do that because it's it. That's a very studio pandery oh gotta have the joker like the scene at the end of the batman the post credit scene felt tacked on like the studio went no 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 no, no. You, you, gotta, you gotta put the joker in here for sure what i would like to see if there is a, an extended cut a director's cut whatever i would like to see where the joker scene in arkham with the batman was supposed to be in the movie because i thought i mean i really thought it felt like it should have been in there, really, for being five minutes and take that piece of crap off the end. I don't think you would have changed too much. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I loved it. absolutely love that. Uh, I really don't have too many complaints about that movie. Uh, Colin Farrell, I still still would not... If, if you held a gun to my head and said, who is that? I would never guess Colin Farrell. Uh, and he did a fantastic job in that um uh, what's his name? John Turturro. Great job. I always, I always find him. I think he's a great actor, but every time I see him, I always find there's a, a, a comedic. He just, he looks, he looks goofy. Like I just kind of want to laugh at him, no matter if he's playing a bad guy or what. Uh, in this one, not so much. I mean, he, he uh, yeah, he seemed threatening. He never seems threatening when he's playing a bad guy, but in this one, he did. Uh, I Zoe Kravitz was fine. I had no problems there. I liked her. Catwoman was really good. Uh, happy to see that they didn't, uh, you know, let everyone know that Bruce Wayne was Batman, which they tend to do in a lot of the movies. Uh, it, it remains that uh, Alfred and, depending on who you ask, maybe the Riddler knows who he is, and that's it. Uh, it should be that way, and it should be that way through throughout the, this series of movies because it's not a common thing in the books. Uh, I shouldn't say that because all of a sudden someone will come up and say, oh, 47 people know it. Yeah, that's true. There's the idea people are leaning towards that the, the mayor's son would act as a surrogate uh, Robin in future movies. I hope they don't do that. I have no problem with Robin. I'm... I like it I, if it's done correctly, uh, but I don't think this needs it, and it is pretty early on. I know, I, I don't, I'd have to research again. I remember when Robin came into the the family of the Batman. I mean, in the books, I know it was early, but in his timeline, where he came in. I'll do some research on that. Uh, and yeah, I love that movie, and now i got to wait for it to come out digitally so I can watch it again, because I don't think I can do another three hours at the theater and, yeah, it's just fine. Let's see, what else is going on? <clears throat> oh, I finally got to watch the Triumph documentary last night. 
And I just got a text. <laughs> uh, hold on. Well, that, that timing couldn't be more perfect. The uh, text was from my friend whom I was speaking with the other day. Friday night is our, our usual. We'll get together, have a couple drinks, and shoot the shit about the week. Uh, and I mentioned that I wanted to watch this show, uh, this the Triumph thing, but it's on Crave. I don't have that. She said, oh, I, I do. So she gave me her... <clears throat> uh, I'm sure this not, you're not supposed to do this, but uh, gave me access so I, I could watch the uh, documentary, uh, which was amazing. I'll talk about it in a second, but it was her texting me right now, and uh, I'm... <laughs> and now I have access to Disney Plus, uh, friends and family, that sort of thing. So it's uh, it's 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 not theft. I am registered in. I have my own profiles, uh, but yeah. So timing is good. And I'm, now I'm looking at all the massive amount of things that are on Disney Plus. Dear Lord. But back to the Triumph uh, Rock and Roll Machine documentary. Uh, Triumph was the first. First big concert I ever went to, first band I saw live, We uh, I was living in Stratford at the time, and me and my two bandmates uh, drove down, it might even have been more of us, but we, we drove down to London, <coughs> where Triumph was playing at, at what was called the Ice House, so big hockey arena, <coughs> pardon me, uh, and I say big hockey arena, uh, looking back at it, at it now, uh, with the experiences that I've had, it probably wasn't that big, uh, a, a shed, if you will. But anyway, uh, that was my first time seeing a band in a in a venue like that on a big stage, and it's Triumph. So the lights, like think of the production and the lighting, and that's insane. So uh, I uh, I was a fan already, uh, as much as you could be. But then from there, I was uh, like a fan. I got all of the records and loved just I loved all of it. It was so good. I saw them. I want to say four or five more times uh, before they split up. And uh, never saw them after. Never saw them with uh, Phil X. But uh, but anyway, so then uh, you know the the way the world worked back then. There was no internet, so you heard you heard rumors and grumblings and things on on like uh, much music and and read things in Hit Parader and and that kind of thing. And I, I knew it was an an acrimonious split. It was uh, uh, so I thought that that was it. You're never gonna you know you're never gonna see Triumph again, and then uh, they got inducted into, I think it was the Canadian Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, or something with the Junos, and they got together for that, and then there was one other thing, and they got together, and they did a couple shows that, uh, I think one in Brazil, so, like, you know, it's, I, I can't say I really knew about all of that stuff, so when this documentary came out, a friend of mine uh, texted me from, a friend from back in the day texted me, he goes, hey, have you seen this? Uh, and uh, yeah, it took me a couple of weeks to get around to watching it, but oh, it just brought back all the memories and, and to see the guys in that band sitting and talking together. And you know, I again, I have I have a much deeper knowledge of of uh, what life was like in uh, in, in a touring s- scenario. Uh, you know, not just oh, they're they're a band they make great music. Why would they possibly break up? Yeah, there's a there's probably a myriad reason, and as the documentary proved, there was. Uh, but it was very nice to see them get all back together and, and you know, sitting in the same room and they had a, uh, they, they played a couple songs for a bunch of super fans that they got together and uh, it was really good. It was, uh, yeah, it, was, it just reminded me, it took me back to hear some of the old songs and see all the old videos and 
yeah, I love I love that band so much, especially back in the day. Um, so yeah, you know, tear tear in the eye. It was a it was a really really enjoyable thing. Uh, and Sebastian Bach was <laughs> he was he was a very prominent part of that. And that see that makes me think now. There's a new Skid Row song that came out this week as well, and it fucking kills. It's so good. It's very it's just it, it would have fit on perfect on the first record. Um, Sounds just like him. It's like everybody was going, oh, all your other singers, they don't sound like Sebastian. They don't sound like Sebastian. And they're correct. They didn't. So Skid Row went, all right, well, you know what we're going to do? Here, we got this guy. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess he did 18 in Life or something on Sweden's Got Talent or whatever he did. I don't know. Swedish Idol. And uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a Ripper Owens rock star kind of scenario, I think. But the song is fucking awesome, and it's nice because the band is not trying to be anybody but Skid Row. Uh, they tried to remain contemporary uh, for a few years, and I heard a couple songs here and there, but didn't no interest because it just wasn't Skid Row. Uh, also, <laughs> with the new singer, I mean, I hope it's very successful because I would go see that. The, the guy sounds sounds phenomenal, and he does sound like Sebastian Bach. And I know everyone's gonna go. Oh, they just got a sing, you know, a, a sound alike. Or I'm sure Sebastian will have something to say. Uh, and that's very true. But the guy sounds phenomenal. And the to all the another thing that I've learned in, all my, in my years in the music industry is that oh, you, you got to get back together with Sebastian for the fans. You got to do this. You got to do that. And they keep saying no. And I get it. The 25 years of touring, I've worked with a few guys who are always on. And yeah, that'll that'll wear on you. And Sebastian, I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever that that guy is always on. Um, like even he's doing an he's doing a he's being interviewed to talk about Triumph, and he is on. Like he's <laughs> like okay. Uh, but anyway, that's no, no point going on. Anyway, yes, the new Skid Row is fantastic. Um, Skid Row's great. Uh, I loved the Triumph thing. What was we, oh, we talked about Taylor Hawkins. I have. I actually made a list. It's not a very long list, but uh, Dolphins. Dolphins made some major moves. We got Tyreek Hill. I got a text from my my chef from tour. He's and he's like, oh, can you believe it? I'm like, oh, I, I can't remember what I was doing. Is it work or something? I'm like, oh shit, what's happening? Is there a nuke coming somewhere? <laughs> he goes, no, it's happening right now. I'm like, oh, get on the news. He goes, the Dolphins got Tyreek Hill. I'm like. Oh shit, that's way better than what I was thinking, but awesome. So, uh, yeah, Dolphins are looking. I, I, I don't want to get my hopes up because every time I do, yeah, uh, like many sports fans deal with, but whew, it's, it's, oh, it's looking very possible that it could be good. <laughs> um, anything else? Anything else? Not really, eh? Work for the last couple of weeks has been just very arbitrary and random doing a bunch of stuff my uh my boss is uh he moved he's got a new house so it was it was under construction up until like the day they were moving in because you know things get delayed things happen and then finally somebody went you know what we're getting a truck we're moving in up right it doesn't matter what I'm like oh okay shoot so i had to deal with a whole bunch of stuff with that so i got to wear a whole lot of hats uh, which is also fine, and then we're still doing stuff at the studio, so we got to wear those hats. Now I'm going to start doing prop design for a couple of things. That's always fun and exciting. I like projects like that. 
anything else? No, I, no spiders are all good. Uh, can't remember what, what uh, last time, but we're up to nine now. Did I have nine last time I did one of these? Anyway, we have nine. Uh, the scorpions are growing at work. They're getting bigger. Nine spiders, scorpions growing. Uh, took the kids to a place called Bee Fly last weekend. It's uh, one of those places which is an indoor jungle gym. They have a sort of a, a parkour part to it now as well, uh, which the kids tried. Uh, Ryder got scared pretty immediately with the heights. He's a little afraid of heights uh, until he does something. Then he's not afraid anymore. But first one, he's scared. So that's fine. She got up there and uh, was doing fine, but I think they had the rope on her harness was too tight, so she kept getting stuck. And she's in a panic up there. She's looking at me, like, and she's, she's almost in tears. She's trying really hard not to be in tears. And I'm looking at her going, there's nothing I can do, honey. You're up there. Like, I can't. You got, you got to push through. And she did. She pushed through. And she's like, it's too tight. It hurts. And I'm like, I, I get that. I see that. But there's nothing we can do now. And she finally got all the way through. And once she got all the way through, she came down. And you could tell she was really proud of herself. And I told her, I said, I'm really proud of you for a couple of things. One, for doing it. And two, you, you had a problem and you, you, you solved it. You, you made your own solution and you got through it. And uh, yeah, I was really, really proud of her. And then they ran around in the jungle gym. And there's a, oops, it's bee, it's bee fly because there's a butterfly room. So that was kind of cool. Got to go in and see a, a whole bunch of butterflies flying around. And I figured out how to, how to get them onto the finger pretty easy. So I got pictures of both the kids with them. And Tessa got on it pretty, pretty easy too. Uh, the fellow I work with showed up and brought his kids. So he's got a little girl. And yeah, Tessa's picking up a butterfly and putting it on her hand. And like, oh, that's very cool. So I was proud of her for that, too. Uh, Ryder had a great time. Uh, we went bowling on Friday night, which was, uh, I was so bad. It was 10-pin bowling, but it was 5-pin pins and balls. They were tiny, you know. Uh, and I had, like, I Tesla won both games. Uh, and I, I would love to say, I let her win. I wasn't trying. Uh, but I was, I was trying, <laughs> I started out not trying really hard and then I was doing awful and I thought, oh, okay, I better, better pick this up. And then, uh, yeah, even when I tried, I was terrible. Like I had a, at least every third one was a gutter ball, at least. I couldn't figure out what was wrong, what was going on. And the bowling alley, it was eh, not the nicest. So, uh, it's, it was close, so that's fine, but I won't go back there again. Uh, and both the kids were like, well, the balls didn't even have a holes in them. I'm like, yeah, that's the bigger balls for the 10 pin. Like, yeah, we like that better. I'm like, okay. So we'll go do 10 pin bowling next. Uh, it's spring is sprung here, so we'll get the bikes out and get those ready for them. Uh, hopefully, we can get them to ride. Tesla is deathly afraid of it. Um, and I'm, I'm afraid she's not going to ride until she's a teenager. <laughs> uh, because I'm also not going to stand there and scream at them in the street and make them ride a bike, although I, I really want them to because I want to go bike riding with them. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then, yeah, the weather's picking up, although it's up and down. Freezing cold today, a little bit of snow. Tomorrow is supposed to be 10, I think. Day-to-day, uh, day-to-day uh, all last week was just, you never knew. Parka? No. Shorts? No. Maybe. Anyway, I think I'm going to call it. Nice little guy for this uh, this round. I will I will keep on my note taking <laughs> between now and the next one. Hopefully, I'll have things to say. Uh, 
yeah, go see the Batman. It is fantastic. Uh, it really, like, it is really good. It's incredibly well done. Uh, condolences, uh, rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. It's it's a very sad thing. Um, I, <laughs> I just hope everybody can leave you alone in the, in the meantime. Um, all right, we'll talk to you all soon.